I mean, the whole, thing, the whole, the whole were, movie is edgy from yeah. that for that for ninety mid nineties is what yeah. thing that came out ninety three ninety five something like that. Well, Madonna, <laughs> Madonna, and awesome. Antonio Madera, oh, so good. Yeah, it was just so awesome. Mm. Yeah, I love that. Mm. And then you gotta you gotta mention Dusk Till Dawn. If you're gonna mention, yeah, all sure. the you gotta sure. put that one in there as well. Again, Clooney and Tarantino, man, those guys side by side, there's right. immediate success. That was written by Rodriguez, though, right? Directed by yeah, Rodriguez. directed by him. I think that was all. Tarantino that. wasn't part of that. I think it was all Rodriguez, but it was some of the yeah. same characters. Yeah. No, Tarantino was a part of. It. He was acting in it. He was in acting in it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. he acted. Right. Yeah, yeah. But that's when they were being real pal pal, helping yeah. each other. And, uh, but that was before like the uh, Death Proof or what, it, what was that called? That three movies. Uh, the Grindhouse. The Grindhouse, Grindhouse two yeah. movies. I saw two that. No, there's three. There's three. That's bullshit. There's three. Isn't it? No, it's two. 
No, it's three. Okay. There's three exactly. movies in greenhouse. There's three oh. movies. There's like the car movie. There's the movie about like the the dead coming back to life, and then there's first of all, Tarantino wrote the screenplay for Dust Till Dawn. Okay. Yeah. Oh. Rodriguez wrote it. Oh. I didn't know that. Yeah. Rodriguez. I, I think I think I did know that. Rodriguez directed. Right. Brilliant. Okay. Um, so Grindhouse. Now, the Grindhouse movies. So, yeah, the Grindhouse movies were awesome, but there were only two of them. I'm like 90% sure. Yeah, Planet Terror and Death Proof. I thought yeah. Planet Terror. Oh, yeah, it was. It was. I swear there's three. So each one did one, basically. What I loved about Grindhouse was the I saw it originally when it came out in the theater when it was one movie and it was fucking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. They had they had those uh, there's there's ads in between the movies. The, the previews, ads, sure. The previews were so that was the best part. Best and part that, when I got into I mean, the best part of that whole thing to me. See, I feel like Grindhouse was like the Tarantino and Rodriguez the collaboration was like it finished. It's like it it was past its peak when it came out from my from my perspective. But Eli Roth is the star of that fucking movie. Hmm. Eli Roth 100%. is phenomenal, and he is a he's a horror. He's the he's the the next the next generation of phenomenal directors coming well, out, dude. I think that that's so, you'd say that fifteen years ago. 10 years I think ago. you're thinking about the third the third Grindhouse movie would be Machete. So there were three, but they didn't come out. Oh, it didn't come out. So Death Proof and Planet Terror came out together. Machete came out as the third one. <laughs> Later, on. I was just two of them. Yeah, it was in the same universe too. So I mean, yeah, uh, I mean, he's maybe Hobo was Hobo Shotgun one of theirs too. Did you any of you guys watch uh, that no. Hobo Shotgun? It's uh, that one's that one is um, what's his fucking name. Uh, Angelina Jolie's dad, Rutger Hauer, John Voight, John Voight, John Voight. No, but no, it's Rutger Hauer. Yeah, who I get confused with John Voight sometimes. That's cool. And it's just him with a shotgun. It's brutal. I think it's the same dudes. I feel like it's there's this movie out on one of the things, one of the streaming services. It's like something about the Royale, the Hotel Royale, or something, and it's very. Similar to those these movies, should check it out. It's, it's like um, John Wick. Really Welcome to the Hotel Royale. That's right. So that that's, it's, in that, it's in that it's in that universe, and it takes place particularly at the hotel that he that they all the assassins use is there. John Wick. That's right. One of the greatest movies. John Wick Two. I'm not quite so sure. I'm, I wrote, but I wrote it. I wrote it's John Wick Two. Bad times at the El Royale is what I'm thinking of. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, isn't that what it is? The El Royale. It's different. It's different than the book. Is it different? Jeff oh, Bridges. Uh, let me see here. Sorry to do this. Do you remember that movie Paycheck? Paycheck with Mel Gibson. Mel Gibson. Yeah. Yeah. Where he's got the gopher. Man. What was no. the Mel Gibson movie with the gopher? <laughs> he was like. Back. He was in a coma. He woke up. He scammed. He got stuff. He did, and then he went on a oh, tour of killing people that tried to kill him. Yeah, you're talking sure. about payback, not paycheck. Which one? Payback. 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 Okay. That was great. Yeah. Okay. 1999. That was a like a that same time frame. Yeah, that, was that, was that gritty, that gritty Tarantino feel to it. It was a weird uh-huh. movie, but I had just like done a sixteenth of blow and then watched that movie while I was doing oh, it, yeah. along with like Armageddon. So there's certain movies that are just so tainted to me I can't go back. And nor should you. Instead, you but, should go back further and watch the Karate Kid and heal that part of yourself. Kid. Heal that part of yourself that you thought you needed <laughs> cocaine. I wasn't as so, good as Ralph Macchio, so I had so to Ralph, I, I, I want to guarantee you. That everyone in that movie at what? some point in their lives did cocaine. Yeah. But but like in that movie, it's like it's so wholesome. There's like some real good <laughs> wholesome stuff. Let's watch the Karate Kid and just do Coke references and oh see if you're out. Turn it on. Turn to the fourth screen. Put it on. Let's go. That's so funny. Uh-huh. Yeah, it's back in the days when in Hollywood they had the the film, you know, the food crew, and right next to the food table was the the, the mirror and the. Gotcha. Yeah. 
That is not my drug any longer, and it hasn't been for about 22 years. No, good. No, and I, 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 I'm glad that's true. Uh, I, I, it was never my drug. I definitely dabbled in it when I was in uh, college and uh, just after, but, uh, it, you know, not, not a good, not a good, not a good move, man. No. We know now, like not a good move. We know why too. Yeah. Yeah, I, I love to sleep, eat, and breathe through my nose, and I couldn't do it. Oh, see, I don't see it. Doesn't bother me. It actually clears up my sinuses because I can't breathe, sleep, or breathe through my nose at all. Uh-huh. So it actually helps me a little bit. Okay. And I, I don't think I, I'm kind of one of those types that just never says no to it. Okay. But I wouldn't say it's a problem because I don't go and buy it. Really, you know, maybe a few times. Sorry, but like, Good but that, but. I think the last two times I did say no, and I and like I was done. I was like, yeah, for now. <laughs> like I was like done for now, and I'm like, yeah, I just um, no. Well, once during once or twice during the pandemic, it's it came up, and I was like, no, I'm, I'm too concerned now about my health, and mm-hmm. I don't want to do anything that I know that fucks. Talk about hangovers, you know? Like, oh my god, maybe uh, I don't know. Well, think I, about what it does to your body as far as jacking you all up and getting you all amped and. Yeah. Running, running, yep. running every all your Straight. organs at, at 110. Yeah, yeah, like just, yeah. This, this, does it have an 11? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, you know, like, crank it up, fucker. But some it people, it just, it just levels them off. You know, I couldn't do that. I don't think it does, though. Only if you're like super hardcore addicted to it, do I think it levels you off. Because is that what it is? Everything, yeah. everyone becomes super chatty, and it's like I'm gonna go out. I feel just really like let's go, let's go talk, let's go talk to everyone. And like if you're on any kind of downer, like if you were like a, like a hallucinogen taker, mm-hmm. mixing people like on cocaine and alcohol with like people on hallucinogens is like the worst fucking idea ever for like a social situation, know. you know? Because you have all these people that are like. Blah, 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 blah basically how I speak all the time, you know, yeah, sure, and then sure. you got chill people. Oh God. Just like, no, yeah, I, I, I was, I was, I'm going to hide by myself and finish this eight ball. Bye. Oh, shit. So did you have a lot of shame? It's way better with people. Yeah, I'm not quite sure. I just always did it by myself. Yeah. That's strange. Did you ever, I... did you ever drink? No, Dude. I'm not a drinker. Huh? So you like just did it by yourself. That just seems yeah. like the worst way to do it. It was the, it was the worst <laughs> way to do like it. The because you get first of all, you get like all of the after effects. Oh yeah, like jonesing because there's oh, yeah. a jones that fucking happens, and but like it honestly is a social drug. Like oh, mm-hmm. no, I mean I didn't, I, I've done it by myself. Like I probably should admit that I have done it by myself, but it's not nearly as ooh, it's kind of gross. Yeah. Yes, it was. Like, if you're gonna clean, maybe let's not talk about the benefits of drugs on this show anymore, though. Yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Cocaine has no benefit for me, but it might other people. Like other people can't smoke marijuana because it makes them tired where it make calms me down, you know? So everybody has their own issues. I told my niece, there's a hundred drugs out there. 99 of them will be great. One of them will kill you. And you don't know which one until you hit it, you know? Yeah. I could say there's some truth to that. And that's the, you know, that's the danger of like complete libertarianism is, is, you know, that's just like, yeah, roll the dice, man. They want to, you want to just roll the dice, roll the dice, man. Good luck, you know, and yeah. let it all be free. Let you, you good look good, yeah. good, good for you. Let the free market decide if it, if it lives or if it, you know, if just yeah. everybody's dead from cocaine overdoses. First day of libertarian rules, like, <laughs> maybe first week, but like, like, go to Midway Martin. <laughs> yeah, and, and, and all, all libertarians are like, well. That, they had that come you know but then we don't have if the libertarians are in charge then we don't have um human services to support addiction because they're like well, fuck everyone except for me you know Seems well, like they right. just, they i just love assume a for-profit will build it i have this great meme that i keep on my phone saved for like all anytime libertarian comes up and like social media i just throw it out there and it's this little son looking up at his in the kitchen oh i i don't know anyway it's this little mom I mean, there's a little kid looking up at his mom in like the kitchen or something. And there's this family and this kid looks up and he's like, mom, I want to be a libertarian when I grow up. And then the mother bubble says, well, honey, you can't be both. You got to choose one or something like that. It's like, you can't be both. So like you grow up or you can be lifted. You can't choose both, but which one, you know, you choose one of them. That's funny. And I think it's hilarious because it is that selfish. Like, it's just about me. Yep. Like that is not the way the world operates. That shouldn't be. It. 
Well, it's, it's not the way the world operates. Like it's not like as a species, we don't, that's not, I mean, we are individuals and shit more in some cultures, but more species and things. Okay. Okay. I think that there is aspects of libertarianism that aren't so bad to think about. I don't think the government should have a hand in things that we could be supporting directly. You know, I don't no. think Halliburton would have been as big without all the government money we poured into them and we're not getting any of that back. I don't think that's fair at all. But, you know, I think I think corporations can do things better in a when there isn't monopolies all over the place and there is steady competition for the best product that lowers the yeah, right. But there are and, and we can't like we can't you, pick and choose with that yeah. kind of stuff. Like you I can't shrink. Like I always ask, if you want smaller government, what are you going to cut, and who are you going to leave behind? You know, that's, that's, the, that's the real question. Answer that. Well, deregulation no, and regulation is, I think, a good strong argument when you talk about libertarianism. Like you're talking about monopolies. I mean, anything with health, mm. with like, just regulation and deregulation. We just saw in Texas, it's falling apart because of deregulation. You know, yeah. so like, what are some good things? Tell me, what are some good things about libertarianism that are good points that you could argue? I just think the government should – the government collects a lot of money from us, and we don't really get to decide where that goes. Well, we and do. We like to we like people that vote on where the money goes. So we do that. The Republic. And you have a say in that? How? I, you can reach out to your congressman. You can, you can reach yeah. out to your, to your elected officials. I mean we have, we have a system. It's fully fucking broken. But we have a system in place to, to to address all those issues of where our tax money goes and how it affects us directly. So I mean, like, okay. I, I I love like okay, so you know, I love the idea of I love the idea of of libertarianism because I like the idea of you know having free will and to do whatever the fuck I want to do. And, but the, no, but there's the, the other side of that is that. Like Brian's saying, there a whole bunch of people get left behind, and it's super selfish as a spe as a species. It's something you can't you really can't just fully just go for it and just like everybody just like, do whatever you want. It's all yeah, like 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 let's make all the drugs like all of them are legal. Do whatever you want. Now it's fine if you if you want to overdose in the in your home. Just like, you know, it gets a lot of kill yourself. Like if you want to kill yourself, that you should have the right. You should have the right to take a crack if you want to take crack. But the problem is, is if you got a percentage of the group, the country now on addicted to some thing, there's needs to be health and human services and hospitals and who pays for that. Well, from a libertarian perspective, that not them, you know, like not, not, they just, there's not a collective argument for well, libertarian. It would be a for-profit center that would pop up to solve the need. And in a libertarian world, it would be three nonprofits battling for that business. And so the price would go down and you would get a better product. Right. That's like, the theory. That's the theory. <laughs> and, the, and the free market of addicts who don't, you know, are ruining their lives trying to get help is. They decide they're, this. <laughs> so they're going to be like, I have two packs of cigarettes. I can trade you for treatment. You know, but, I have nothing left. Well, they won't be able to afford the treatment. No. There you go. And that's well, the there you go. They're yeah, right. exactly. now in trouble. Oh, yeah. No, so I, see I, 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 I fully uh, think we should adopt some communist policies in our in our nation like i don't have any problem saying that and i don't but the problem with communism is the same problem with libertarianism is, is that someone you know can take it too far and it can become corrupt because we're fucking monkeys with, you, you know, know what with a great sharp example sticks. i think of libertarianism is is nasa and spacex you know what i mean no tell us well, NASA was a government-funded race to space, right? And right. I feel like SpaceX is kind of the libertarian version of that, where now it's a corporation doing what the government would. So the corporation is footing the cost, not us. And but now, what, cor what corporation is that? I don't know. SpaceX, it's Elon, e Elon Musk. Musk. Uh -huh. So it's not. It's not like some corporation. It's it's like a. A bajillionaire who's able to be like, I, I could just go to the fucking moon. Like, I could just go. Like, I could, why don't I just go? And that's, that's, I think that's the free market. That's the free um, market, which is what yeah. they believe. But I don't know if it's like, I mean, should, are you, I think what you're saying is that because 
NASA isn't saying you can't go to space. Right, right. That 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 Elon Musk is like, so I think I'm just going to go to space. And so nobody at NASA was like, you can't do that. Right. Well, no, I think the libertarian argument is that we stopped funding space, and there was a, a need, and, and a private company said we need to fill this need. So that is a mm-hmm. good argument for that. It is, but you know. SpaceX is funded by the the taxes that they're paid by the government to give them the money to take these flights for them. So like the, so they're they're being paid by the government anyway. You know, like like it is a it's private so company. But like that but that's a bullshit argument from like the non-libertarian side because it's like their money is being paid by government money and spent. Right. So right. you're not directly funding it, but they're paying for the final product. So it's just like Halliburton and Boeing and all that shit anyway. Yeah, you know? just like that. We we started them. So, we got, I mean, like, we got pieces of the alien ship and gave them to all these places, you know. What? Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, and when Roswell happened. And the ship crashed. We took all the components of the. Oh, you're being serious. Okay, go ahead. Yes, and gave them to these different corporations like Boeing and Halliburton and MIT, and they created. They they took that and they built these. Hold on, we we don't deal in conspiracy on the Denton County. Oh, aliens are just a joke. I didn't. So, I didn't no, 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 no. I know. I want to talk about this because we like. I, I, I aliens would, are real, but I don't. I know think they're real too. Inspired to believe <laughs> that all these things happen. But yeah, I don't know if there's proof about Roswell. I think that's a little. I think that's crazy. I mean, yeah, I know, we, we, like, have, we probably have some sort of like, but I don't know that. I don't know that story. So I want you to tell. I really want you to tell me the story. Well, that's just the origin of of the spacecraft, right? Like that's what happened. They did, that's what everybody said. They wanted to reconstruct the air the airship. They wanted to re-engineer it, right? What years are you talking about? 47 to 53 maybe okay after the crash so they took they wanted to create this ship again so they they created things like Halliburton or I might Boeing they gave different parts of the ship to different places and then funded them to figure out how to re re so that's, that's what I don't know. I've never heard okay. that before. So what I'm what I'm asking is, so you're thinking that like those major military contractors, the Halliburton's, the whatever they are, so yeah, 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 Boeing and and, and like, McDonald Douglas. And, I'm just saying they got a jump start. You know what I mean? Like they had more advanced stuff than other people. Founded, How did you're they saying, get here? I no, watch no, a lot of alien. Not, um, whoa, 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 whoa! No, no, that's fine. But like I, you're saying that those companies were founded to figure out an alien technology yes can you show me that somewhere no, i've just I'm never heard of that i'm just talking so i i want to i want to say that oh good joe I mean, save that, me here serious i want to say that like i i i believe that there's a possibility that what you're saying yeah, yeah, could so. could have possibly happened at some level or some degree okay because we've we've talked about the fact that we're pretty sure there's aliens in the universe just I'm, by yeah. just by probability. I'm gonna like say there's there's no way with everything that's out there that we're the only thing that was here. So um all that to say that I think what you're dabbling in is conspiracy. Okay. Um, but I would also argue that you know, um we had brilliant minds at some point in time that really figured out some shit. Um and and, and you know, some hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of years before we were ever, you know, even conceived as a nation, but, but, uh, but to argue, um, hundreds and hundreds, thousands of years, like to argue that we didn't just science the fuck out of it and create like the better combustion engine and the better fuel and the more refined process. Yeah. I'll give you that. I, I think that the danger with with dabbling in that conspiracy is that it negates some actual hard work that was done by yeah, brilliant man. minds and and yeah humans and and I, I don't know that anything that we've come up with uh, I don't know if anything we've come up with hasn't been something that like 
we haven't created. I don't know how. Okay. I, I know, but here's the deal. Like, I like the idea. Like, I'm really interested in that, that African guy who's like, yo, or the, the, what was the Israeli guy? He was like, yo, we have, like, we're, we're in touch with the Galactic Federation of aliens. Like, and, the, and like Israel's involved in the United States. That's super interesting. And I want to read that book. It's a shame that he said the book coming out. So it felt like a marketing strategy. But and I'm all interested, but like when you went from you know the Roswell, and I've seen pictures yeah, yeah, yeah. of a lot yeah. of things, I've seen that stuff. Like well, when you go from like that to like you know, these companies were founded to start this, like then I'm like, whoa, like I've never heard that as a fact okay, ever. Okay. And like that's where it, like you lose me. Like, let's talk about those things. No, and possible. My reference would be ancient aliens. You know what I mean? Well, Egyptians? We talking? No, the show, the show, ancient the show, ancient aliens. So it's not like me saying it. It's, but I will say it's a story that is out there that I just repeated without fact. Okay, I make it a, I make it a goal of mine to hard check those facts when I hear them. Okay. So my apologies to you, but I no, do. No, I, I, I am interested. Like I'm I happy you called me on that though. Yeah, no, I always call that shit out. Yeah, that's cool. That's I'm interested in aliens. I'm interested in like I'm really I want it to be there, but yeah. I, I need to like hear some facts because like it's a slippery slope. Those a conspiracy is a slippery slope. Okay. I don't consider aliens conspiracy <laughs> because I think we all agree that they haven't been here yet. There's no proof of it. Like we can't talk uh, about that. It is I, as I, it I, is. I disagree with you. I think that we have we do have some proofs. We do. Okay. Well tell me. Well, I mean, I think there's a very valid argument about this the 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 pyramids. I think there's a very, very, very valid argument about that like civilizations that were separated by a giant ocean yeah. were making the same ginormous triangles at the same time as a little bit like let's have that argument. Like how the fuck ten guys what, in a boat? Let's have that argument because like that's really interesting. <laughs> No, no, no. Ten guys in a boat, or the continents have shifted since then Pantry, more than we right. than we than we know of. Like maybe our carbon dating is off, or whatever. Right, like right. religion argues that. So like maybe they're right about that. Maybe there's some. Right. So like I, I want to talk about that. You yeah, know, but I too, there but are, are Stonehenge. People talk about Stonehenge. It's basically a fantasy. Whatever you're talking about, there is no hard evidence for it, even though. Right. It's a belief, you know right. what I mean? But it, and that's why I jump on like, well, Halliburton started because of the aliens. I'm like, whoa, like, like, like we just went from like, yeah. let's talk about it to like, this is a fact. And I'm like, no, that, that's not a fact. That's great. I believe that maybe there's sections of MIT that were built to perfect and re-engineer alien technology. I believe that. So it real interesting is like our new... COVID. Now I have to prove it. Now I have to find yeah, proof of that shit. Our new, our new virus vaccine is... MIT born. Mm. So it's really interesting too. Is it MIT oh, born? Moderna is MIT. Our new vaccine. Yeah. And, 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 and that vaccine and Moderna, the MIT crew has never produced a anything that's been right. That's a really good conversation to have. I mean, it's not the same. I mean, they're not, they're different organizations, but the people who run Moderna are in Boston and in Boston is like the, the center of our brain of our country is where that shit is. If you, if you don't believe me, go to Boston for two days mm -hmm. and you can just listen in a bar and you're like, Holy fuck. We're in the center of the goddamn brain of our country. Like things are flashing off and people are talking about crazy shit. I love it. I, that's why I love Boston, hmm. but yeah, I don't know. But that I've immediately, when I, like I said that last episode or a couple episodes ago, they really freaked me out a little bit. I'm like, well, Shit, like this is brand new, and they're like, Oh, I wonder yeah. if aliens are helping us out with this shit. Because, like, <laughs> Trump, Trump is about to talk about aliens, and we shut him down, and it's like, Maybe they're trying to help us out a little bit. Like, I, I want to have that talk, I really do. I don't know where that begins or ends that conversation, yeah. but it'd be cool to know about that stuff. Who knows? I, I think it's wrong to say you know definitively in any way. That's my problem. Right. No, you can't know. I will say that about aliens. That's what I mean is that you don't I, know. There's no hard fact to say proof one. Well, let's build but, from there, you know. We as a people, as a as a great as a group of, you know, human civilization or whatever, mm -hmm. have kind of acknowledged the fact that it's it's a little little suspect. Like it seems a little weird. Like all of it seems a little weird, a little sure. a little yeah. contrived. But I, you know. And and that turns into conspiracy. It turns into different things, and 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 we all, you know, like 
and and here's my problem with the uh, the idea of a conspiracy theory versus a conspiracy, because there there are very real conspiracies that happen all the time. We talk about them here on the show quite a bit, and so a conspiracy theory is one that's just like an idea, a thought, and mm-hmm. and and you when we're talking about the dangers of discussing conspiracy theory versus actual conspiracy, um, I mean. What's happening in the Senate and the and you know in the Congress is a conspiracy. Like it's people conspiring, um, but the conspiracy theory. The danger there is that we 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 lose sight of the actual conspiracies. And I think that's what's yeah. kind of why we try to steer away from that on this show is because like if we just throw out bold, we can, and yeah. it's a fun it's a fun show to watch and millions have made their fucking or, you know a handful <laughs> of people have made their millions throwing out conspiracies mm-hmm. a, 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 a ancient aliens is one of those and, right. and, and alex jones and Ugh. and a lot of fear mongers rush rush limbaugh and a lot of uh those people throw around conspiracy theory as often as they breathe like but it's doing a belief it constantly like they're the first well they're stating it right they're stating it but that doesn't mean it's anything more than a conspiracy theory right you know is like the term false flag go ahead yeah no you're you're just saying you can believe whatever you want but it doesn't mean that it's anything more than a conspiracy theory theory, right conspiracy theorists use the term false flag a lot right like about about things that you know fake story and i almost feel like well i mean yes they'll say that that would fly to stimulate the gun like whatever okay sure but what's interesting is like i really feel like it it feels like the conspiracy theories that we all talk about vegas all this bullshit all these facts that we try to like change Mm -hmm. after the fact like 9-11 or whatever right um it kind of does cover up the real conspiracies like joe was just saying uh, that the senate is committing currently like that 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 we're not really watching like we just had a bill pass a stimulus bill passed at you know the exact party line minus one democrat mm-hmm. and and 61 percent, 60 plus percent of the united states believes that we need to have a stimulus they want stimulus they want the country to get it but you know 50 percent voted on it so like the that the needs of the, the people's voices aren't actually being represented by their representatives, right. you know, and then, then we, you know, there's things that currently in the news right now about potato head and um, all that bullshit to like basically stop equality from happening. You know, look at these liberals are getting crazy, you know, fucking, you know, like those are conspiracies actually brought up on the Senate floor. That's where all of it started. Like this is an actual argument they're creating to, fight whatever they want to fight but like but we even like we throw out crazies like alex jones and stuff to like almost false flag like conspiracy theories theories to me feel like a false flag to what's really fucking going on in our government and the people that have power right now that if we could even look at we can prove these things are happening you know you can like there's evidence to that stuff and i just feel like people they, they almost use these conspiracy theories as look over here look over here like you know that's what it feels like to me sometimes Okay. And that's why I don't like to dabble in it too much. Now I want to talk about cool shit. Like if someone says, I've heard that this, I'm like, tell me about it. Like I'm really interested, but especially aliens, especially like crazy, you know, government stuff. Yeah. All day. Anyway. Okay. Anyway, I like to talk about it. I want to know about the aliens. Um, I love aliens. You know, I just saw something called I Pastafari. Have you guys seen that? No. Nope. That documentary? That sounds familiar. Um, so it's about the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster. Oh, and I don't know when it came out. I think it's a couple years old, but I watched it last night because I'm a fan. Like I subscribe, like I don't subscribe, but like I'm a fan of the Church of the Sp- Flying Spaghetti Monster. I am a fan. If I had to choose a religion, I'd probably choose that one. And it was a really great documentary about how in like the Netherlands and in uh, other you know parts of Europe, how they've tried it as, you know, they've tried to pass it as a religion. Mm. And I, I suggest you watch it because it's fucking amazing. Okay. But the the one thing that resonated with me in this show, and I don't know why I'm bringing it up right now, but you know, it's about people arguing about what's real and not real, you know, and like, and it's the argument that like, well, no, I mean, our our like God is serious, like Jesus, and Moses, that's serious. So what you're doing is not serious. So you're 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 just making fun of us. Like this is a politi- this is just a point. You're making a funny joke at our expense. The real 
believers. But you can't, the problem with law and the problem with people is you can't prove any of this stuff, like religion, right. none of it. And what's so cool about this show is it shows you the mindset of both parties of like believers and believers in this new religion that you can't deny is not real, but it, there is satire and parody as part of their. It's a flying spaghetti monster. As even, yeah. yeah. I mean, do you know about the FSM Jason? No, I had a friend that said that he was a member. Yeah. Okay. He never Did talked you? about it. Like he wouldn't you know, talk about yeah, it. Yeah. It I mean, it is satire, but like the cool point of this show is like this one guy says, He's like, it's like, so it's about religious freedom, right? So like the, the problem and what we need to find a balance as a, like society is you need to have freedom of religion over here. You need to allow, humans need to allow for freedom of religion over here. But you need to also, which we have not gotten to, to yet as a country, but over here, you need to also have the freedom of non-religion and like in our country and in other countries, like more or less secular countries and more religious countries, there's no freedom of non-religion. Like your, the religion is part of your, it's ingrained in your society. Like United States, like Christianity is part. Now our, our whole foundation Wait. of country is not religion is a separation of church and state. And we, we do not have that in our country. I was going to say point of order. You're not saying Christianity is America and America is Christianity. I'm saying America is Christianity. And Christianity is America? No, I'm not saying that at all. Okay. But what I'm saying is, is like Christianity is, is an important thing. Like it talks. So in this, why this documentary talks about the. Ipostafari. Yeah. Ipostafari talks about the argument and this whole came, this whole thing came out when uh, creationism was an issue. Okay. And when they, when they, when they were dealing with uh, in the South, they were arguing in the courts, you know, evolution is just a theory. We want, if you're going to teach an evolutionary theory, we also want creationism, creationism to be taught as a theory in right. science class. And then they're like, no fucking way. People freaked out. And they're like, no fucking way. We don't want God involved. And people are like, you fucking heathens. We want the, this is just, you can't prove this and that. They had this big legal battle. And then I think creationism became something called intelligent design, which was, okay, since we, we've got to take creationism is like, okay, we lost the battle, legal battle. Mm -hmm. Let's make it sciencey. Like let's let's include things, and it goes. And there's what's so cool about these documentaries. It talks about in the 40s and 50s they made the best combination of religion and non-religion, and what a religion right before the wars and stuff. They accepted it. They accepted. Okay, well maybe we're monkeys. We'll accept that we we do see things evolving, and science does prove that animals evolve and they change. And their eyes, they don't need their eyes, or they need their this, or they need their that. Like we've proved evolution happens in a species. So let's just apply it a little bit to religion. Okay, so we'll believe in this. But then there was a giant change in like the 80s or whenever that was, early 90s, when the creationism and intelligent design came out. Because it's like, we don't want God removed from our schools. It became some weird thing. Mm -hmm. So our country is like, like as an atheist, I have had, I've gotten in trouble at work. I've not gotten work because of my beliefs. The problem is you need to have a separation of, allowing people to worship themselves or whatever they worship themselves, yeah. which is funny, but you also need freedom from religion too. And that's something that we don't have. And that's what makes this documentary really exciting because that's the challenge, the legal challenge that, that we still in countries like uh, the Netherlands who are secular, uh, they still are like, no, this is parody. Like mm -hmm. we still, we still think that this is, this is a parody. So this is a current argument in courts, even like right now. And one that I support, fully support, because it's like that whole thing, like, uh, uh, who is the group? Church of Satan is very similar in this way, that they're like, the, you know, the, well, we're going to put the Ten Commandments on the government lawn. And they're like, well, okay. But we're going to bring you're, Bahamut. If you're gonna, we're going to put Bahamut, or like, well, you know, Beelzebub's, whatever, right. you know. We're, we're going to put this there because that we don't want you doing that because you're, you're not allowing for separation of non-religion, you know, like right. you're, you're forcing that on people and that's totally inappropriate. And yeah, we do that. So that's why I say we're a Christian nation. Of course you have the right to worship whatever you want, but look, who's voting. Look, look at the Republican party. It's a Christian party, man. There's That's no what I'm saying. And they feel no. like they're losing America. So to tie 
the the attack losing America with the attack on Christianity is dangerous to me because I don't think we should put those two together. But maybe you're right, and they are. Well, we shouldn't. No, they shouldn't be together. You should have freedom to, to choose what you want, but you shouldn't shove Christians down little children's throats. You shouldn't have them super, like like praising God in the morning classroom, forcing them to say, God, I trust. Right. As little children and learning it. Like you, you shouldn't force that on anyone. You know, I would even go as far to say that like teaching children that God is oh I just posted this yesterday. It's like child abuse. Like, like let me let me. I feel, I feel, yeah. And I feel that I feel like teaching parts of Christianity is actually child abuse. Now I can't say that really. She said that in one of our other past podcasts about atheism. She's like, it feels it's child abuse. Yeah. And I can't say that to my brother. And I think for instance, that's a big example for me. Like, I mean, that's, this is child abuse. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to read this little cartoon. There's this picture of this little mouse, and it's like, as a kid, I was told about God and how much he loved me and how he'd send me to hell forever if I made the wrong choices. For years, my life felt like a trap door that I could, couldn't open, that could open at me any time and you know, send me to an eternal suffering. And as the older I get, the weirder I think that it's this is something you tell a kid. Like, why would you tell a kid something like this? So, like, you know, like, I... I I don't know. I feel like it's abuse to, to, to teach that to children, but that's what I'm saying. Like religion is such an important thing ingrained in us that we we're not allowed to say that. And that's just an atheist idea. That's not a big deal. It's okay. That's an okay thing to think. Like that's a natural reaction. Don't you think? Like, I don't know. No, it should be. And, 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 uh, you know, I feel, you know, I fully agree with you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the dangers of, of, um, indoctrinating children to believe these things um puts a real damper on like okay so here's one and a common common thing brought up to you know uh why why you know what what would happen to humanity if without religion and it's like well okay so we're not we're not teaching people that they should you know that they uh are you not teaching your children that to do the right thing just in general? Do they have to have a fear of internal damnation or, you know, being judged by a, a, a thing that doesn't affect them at all in this life? Mm-hmm. We should, we should teach them about the ramifications of our actions right now in the here and now for the things that they do. And that should be enough to make you do the right thing. We have social consequences to, to you know dictate who does the right thing and if, if they do the right thing you should be rewarded and if you don't do the right thing you should be punished we have morality for that we don't need a book to tell us that you know in in the afterlife that you don't have to pay for this now you're going to pay for it then and that gives permission to the giant churches the joel osteens the 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 these people to to you know that just historically and constantly have you know, work their way into the pocketbooks of the middle class and the, yeah. and the, and the working poor and even the ultra poor, the actual, you know, uh, indigent people of the world that, that religion is the savior. You're going to be blessed in heaven because you're suffering. Now you're going to be and, and proven over and over again that those people are garbage and still people flock to their promise of a better tomorrow. And it's like, why don't we make it better for us here today? Yeah. Like we're, we're, we're proved. We know that we're only here. We know that we're here for sure. But they can't, <laughs> that none of that ever crosses their mind. It's always about the future. And but if, tomorrow, if tomorrow's better, then I can take a shit on today. Absolutely. I just think it's interesting that those ethics studies that they've done. Now this is science. We're talking about science. People may not want to talk about it. And of course, there's always comparing, you know, contrasting arguments, but there's several studies about the ethics of Christians and non-Christians and morals tend to fall on the side of the non-Christians in terms of daily morality. Like Christians are often um, led to believe that they're the moral ones. And in fact, in independent studies about people's morality, they're one of the least moral people in terms of- well, I mean, it makes sense to me. I mean, that, that if you look at that story, let's say the Bible story, 
the real evil aside from like like um an angel that made his own spot like aside from satan like in jesus if we talk about jesus because christianity really isn't about the old stories it's about jesus and the, the bad guy in those stories is rome but rome is the one that proliferated all these stories like it's a cool it's such a weird irony that like the jews were enslaved and then you know i mean they're egyptians and but and israel israelites but like the bad guy at the end of these stories are like the romans like the romans like you know enslaved the the prophets after jesus died they killed jesus the romans are bad guys but the romans wrote this motherfucking story too you know to to keep their people in line or rewrote it let's just say they rewrote the story for sure i mean evidence shows that they definitely rewrote the story for sure to make their people subservient which is a great irony talk about conspiracy but it's a great irony and the, the every editor after that has been more and more in line with keeping the fucking people in line and well sure yeah. and fear and all that shit yeah, sure. and it, yeah it, fully. And, but that that gets like you're saying right it gets fully negated in the storytelling process you, i can't say that at work you know i fucking lose my job or i will not be included in work like I can't say that shit, and then like this, all these people, these believers, think that they're this minority in the world, this secular, scary, evil Satan place. But in reality, in the United States, like Christianity is the one that has got the whip, they're holding the whip, and that's just not right. Like our Constitution, we talk about patriotism and all this stuff like that. That is not the way we set up our country. We have changed. Like I want them to come back. I want Washington to show the fuck up and Abe Lincoln to show the fuck up. Some of them are going to be racist assholes and we're going to be like, oh man, like you don't work. We better, we, you're much better as a monument. Like, you know, like, like you need to be dead. Like, you need to be dead a long time ago. Oh, and that's, yeah. they are, but like, I don't know why I'm going off on this, but uh, this is not the intention. And the most dangerous through. thing on religion somebody said to me was, where would the, where would the, where would be the smartest place for the devil to hide? And I was like church, right? And well, yeah. So what if the church is actually just the devil's creation? And I was like, no, I can't like, I don't trust any of it. I just don't trust. I can't, I don't know anything anymore. Yeah. I, I mean, that's a good point. I mean, if that, if there is one, but like, you know, even Christian, if there is one, it's religion that's, it's based on no point. It's yeah. cyclical. Yeah, yeah, but even Christian Christian sects and they they think of Catholic Church as this evil thing, right? You know, you know, and and, and I fucking love this Pope, dude. I, fucking Pope, I is awesome. I, that was yeah. I, the Pope visits Iraq. Best I'm not going to talk pope about that <laughs> ever. No, best Pope, best Pope ever. At least not really in our lifetime. But there's yeah. But, I mean, even and even still, like he's he's not a good like. This, it doesn't make the religions any better. It just means the head of it's kind of like a, a level-headed dude. Again, mm. we're praising we're praising people for basic morality. Where they're like, basic job. <laughs> um, I'm Welcome to episode two of praising <laughs> people for basic moralities. Yeah, just for real. Jason, I want to let you know your compressor or your input is way bad. Like oh, you're okay. you're too hot. Like you're breaking up, and I think it's your compressor. Like you're hitting things too hard. And you're getting you're getting clipping. Okay. It's happened all day, and it's happened on your recent um, bounces to our show. Your your things are too hot in your system. Just so you know. Thank you. It might just be too close to your mic, but okay. You should still, if it's properly done, you should still not be getting breaking up. I understand. Get, okay. Is that better? You just got a, a limiter that's wrong or something. No, yeah, I'm just letting you know for later. It's an old mic because my my microphone came loose. The USB came loose, so I had to switch out microphones, and this is an older one. Yeah, I would argue that's not a microphone. It's got a USB cable. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> that's me being a dick. No, it's that's not. you being honest, but this is all I got. <laughs> it's a laptop. It's a fuzzy laptop. I got a, I got a Sure microphone, yeah. Sure. Have USB no, no. But then I need something to plug it into. You know yeah. what I mean? Interface. Yeah. Interface. Anyway, this show went from current news to like completely movies. We went just yeah, movies. We went straight movies for yeah, an hour and a half. So you, you got us all depressed about religion. I kept trying to bring us back into politics. Sorry, but it is right. politics. I, I, religion I is talking. politics, and that's part of the thing. What's you know? your favorite religious movie? Or Me? movie based on religion. 
Dogma. Oh, okay, I've got one. Ooh, Dogma. Uh, do- dog- Dogma's great uh, for a serious flick, and Dogma could be considered a serious flick, but uh, mm-hmm. The Name of the Rose. Wow. Have you seen this? No. Christian, Christian Slater and Sean Connery. And Sean Connery is like a fucking priest. I've seen this. Yeah. Oh, dude. Like okay. maybe early 90s. Yeah. It's real dark. It's real beautiful. It's kind of like a murder mystery type thing, but it's like a priest going to a monastery to find out how this person died. And there happened real weird deaths happening all around him. And it's really beautiful. And Christian Slater's young and, and playing, a, you know, like an up and coming monk or whatever, like right. a monk in training. So, this movie would have been way better done in fully in Italian by an Italian complete, you know, or wherever they're fucking at. But instead you, mm-hmm. you get Sean Connery and you get Christian Slater, <laughs> but like oh, that wow. part of it, happy like, Harry Christian on. Slater and yeah, happy Harry Hardon. That's right. <laughs> I, uh, you know, duh, Angels and demons also. Okay, sure. Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm, I'm a super Italophile, so that does it for me. So it's Vatican, it's conspiracy, the, it's religion. Like it's, one of the, the Da Vinci Code. Yeah, yeah, Vinci Code. yeah, yeah it's post number two. Great, so good. Movies that were released. Yeah, I read yeah. all of Dan Brown's stuff except for the last couple. I just got lost. I got tired of it. I got tired of it. It's just a formula. But, but uh, yes, overall, it was great history. It was a great mix of history yeah. and conspiracy. Yeah. And in the story at the end is like was almost one of the more realistic stories about it all. It's like, yeah, it was just this bad guy. There's, there's it was the Scooby-Doo. It was a show of it was an episode of Scooby-Doo. It's just the it's the you have McGregor, right? Yeah. Yeah, oh yeah, that's, yeah. That's so, beautiful. 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 And that you know, all that to say, dogma is fully the best. Yeah, yeah. and, and I will say, say the well, Ten Commandments. I love the Ten Commandments, and that's a re- that's more of a pro religion movie. But I love the Ten Commandments. I think that was a great movie. Dogma was Especially a great one. I was thinking about the prophecy with Christopher Walken and. Oh yeah, uh, oh yeah. yeah. And then um, as as Joe was talking, I was like, how could I not? pick the exorcist like the movie that scared my parents less from about religion and more about like evil demons and shit and i guess that, that is religious right that that is part of religion right. i more think of that as a, a part of horror and not of a religious movie i think of the, the prophecy and the omen and the exorcist uh, not same, as religious movies but Michael, as angels yeah, yeah, and then those are there's really great movies involved in that. Like, well, there was a fucking Keanu Reeves movie where he was an angel, right? Or that was pretty crazy. Constantine, uh, Constantine yeah, sure. Constantine, sure. yeah, it was fun. <laughs> cool. It was a little silly, but it was fun. Uh, well, those were always the scariest movies for me. Were like the demon movies. Yeah, it's real. Like, I mean, like that. I just read that thing. Like, I felt like if I wasn't, if I left my guard down, like these demons and these things could get me. And it's like I could be at home totally normal and happy and then this thing could just come and destroy your life and it's that that trap door like i always feel like this at any moment this thing could just come in and just just wreak havoc like religious havoc on me and that's fucking scary that's really scary that scares you in in line oh yeah, yeah. Fully. it'll scare you in line and yeah. and like uh, we whenever we, our our child was born whenever jazz was born um you know i was raised in religion and I talked about raising our child in religion and Amy luckily talked me out of it. And I was like, okay, yeah, fine. Yeah, it was great. It's a great choice. Really, really, really. Uh, hey, so with all the pop culture we've talked about tonight, um, what, what are your, what's your recommendation tonight, Jason? Wow. I don't know. We had so many great recommendations. Any of the movies that we mentioned? Not fair. Yeah. You know, I think I think that was what was so great about this show. We just we just bullet trained like a thousand movies. Yeah, we've done that a few times where we like when I talked about before the show, we're like, this is what we're going to talk about as a stimulus. I know what I wanted to recommend. I wanted to recommend Steven Universe because it's been on my mind. Tell us, agree. tell us about it. Have you not seen it, Ryan? I think you're the only one that hasn't seen it. So no. let's tell Ryan about it. Go ahead, I think that's what we talked about on our very first episode with Steven Universe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We talked about it with somebody else too. Somebody else was on with us. Yeah. I don't know and how Ryan, to explain it. It's basically Ryan, it's, genderless. It's, it's, it's specifically gender centric, um, but it's also a cartoon. A cartoon. Okay. And it is, yeah. 
it's it is fully unique that I've never seen anything like it. It becomes very music like the whole thing is music oriented. Music plays a very big part in their storytelling. The main character's dad is a washed up musician. Mm. Like there's there's mm. a full amount of love in every episode. It's one of the most beautiful things on television. 175 episodes. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not it's, drawn it's that over. great, and it's like split into but like new Steven Universe and old Steven. You just have yeah. to watch the original. But yeah. yeah, because I feel like I feel like one of the characters, and I feel like people want to identify themselves as one no, of the no, no, characters. Tell me who you feel like you are. Oh, I feel like I'm a pearl. You know, I'm protective and loving. You know. I see that. And, you know, and that, that makes sense. And what's funny is I don't consider Pearl as one of my favorite characters in that show, but she is very, she's super vital. Mm -hmm. She's super vital. Um, Like the, the, the amount of, I don't know, just the the maternal side of that character. um, Just magnificent. That's a really good one. That's it. God, that's wild. (laughs) <laughs> I so I consider like I see parts of Garnet and parts of Amethyst in myself, like mm-hmm. both of those characters. Um I thought you were getting fucking stony for me for a second. I was like, <laughs> I'm out, I'm fucking gone. Oh, so so we're the still talking about the show, okay. We're still talking about Steven Universe, yeah. Like the yeah, yeah, yeah. the I'm a Leo and Amethyst. Yeah, Garnet and Le- and, and Amethyst are and they together i don't care for their full combination i love all the combination characters or whatever but mm-hmm. brian none of this is making sense to you and that's fine like you should the, the, jason is, is a fantastic recommendation to watch uh steven universe because I, th- I think we were right we have talked about this sh- on the on the show before but mm-hmm. it, jason have you seen all of it you've seen all of them I've seen all of them. I haven't seen the second, like the new Steven. The Universe. new generation. I haven't. Either. I tried, but it just didn't work for me as well. I really enjoy that show. Yeah. So watch ContraPoints this last week, Joe. You did right. Mm-hmm. Did, I did you watch? Yeah, it, but I did put it in the recommendations so cool. I could mm-hmm. click on it. Cool. Yeah, check out the entry section. What's is that? What's your recommendation? David? I mean, I think it's uh, the I Pastafari that I got into. Yeah. Um, the documentary about the church of flying, flying spaghetti monster because it's something that we need in our country to really examine is our separation allowing to be religious and our and allowing to be non-religious that would be what we need and, and it, it falls in with what we were talking about like all the things that let's take a little bit from, from socialism let's take a little bit from uh, capitalism the, the new country the new solid political thing is a mixture of everything and that's the that's the answer and I think that it, it touches on that Ipostafari. That's beautiful. I'll, I'll watch that. I'm gonna watch that tonight. Yeah, that's my that's my deal. So, you, Joe, um, my recommendation for tonight is uh, Tom Stoppard's film Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are dead. Have you seen that, Ryan? Long time ago. Wow. So revisit that. Um, did you know who Rosencrantz and Guildenstern are, Jason? No idea. Yeah. So they're Hamlet's best friends from college, basically, or from his growing up days. They're his best friends. And in the play Hamlet, um, Rosencrantz and Guildenstern come on at one point and they say, Your Majesty's Rosencrantz and Guildenstern. The, they don't really have any very many lines in it. I think they um, have a very short line apiece and then they're ushered off and, and, and Hamlet gets ushered off with them. They go on a ship, um, un, unbeknownst to them, um, their, their Hamlet's defunct father, King, has sent them with a note saying to have them killed. And um, they, they are two of the most classic buffoons or sort of, you know, they actually get turned on and, and, and Hamlet has them killed his best friends. So it's beautiful that the, the play, which is a Tom Stoppard screenplay, um, which is magnificent if you ever get a chance to see it on, on stage. Um, but the movie has Gary Oldman and Tim Roth really young. Richard Dreyfus, uh, Ian Glenn, who is actually in game of Thrones as, um, 
oh, what was his name that was with the white haired queen? Um, he was the old, older um, uh, Lord. Oh, God. Mormont. 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 Jor, Jorah Mormont. Jorah. He, so he's really, he, he's really young as Hamlet. Nice. And so this story follows these two buffoons who are sort of in limbo on their way to their unbeknownst, you know, demise. If you know any Hamlet there, they start on their journey and it's real weird. It's really, the, the dialogue is unlike anything you've ever heard. It's magnificent. The play between Gary Oldman and Tim Roth is one of the most beautiful things. And they're both super young. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they, they, their movie, their, the movie follows these two jokers, right? and follows them in and out of hamlet so like there's all this interactions happening around them that are that are everything that was ever done in hamlet okay but their lives are moving through that and you're following them from the beginning of their story to the end of it and it's one of the most beautiful things i've ever seen so it's in line with that same uh you know um genre of film we were talking about before it was done in early 90s Wow, and it's, and it's one of the most it's it's timeless. Um, it's wonderful to see a lot of these guys in their prime, and, and it's full full chock full of badass um, cameos. And again, Richard Dreyfus is the the player. He's, I need to watch it again. It's been I mean it's been a long time, and I love them all so much. Yeah, um, but also Jason, my my personal recommendation to you in particular is to not listen to Ryan and go ahead and watch. The first and at least the second Karate Kid movies. Wow. So the Both the first. Them? So there's there's like four, four four, and then the Jackie Chan, and then there's the Cobra Kai series. But I I would at least watch the first two, and I I love both of them. They are uh, spectacular films. Mm. If you get if you if you enjoy them, feel free to throw on the third. It's it's harder to watch. It's important to the character's growth. Um, and the fifth... Were they meant is, to be a trilogy? No, absolutely not. So wait, I'm going to interrupt you, Joe, because I, you just gave two interrupt things. And I'm going to gonna interrupt you and say, yeah, go you're going to watch it. Karate Kid, you watch the first two. Because the other one... So I know, but like, let me give... I know what you, what you said, and you're correct. I agree with you. Watch the first two. Because the other ones seem just like Rocky... They started getting remade after so many years later, and they're like, "We need fucking movies. Let's figure it out." Well, everyone liked Karate Kid. Let's make some new one. It was one of those. Like these are bullshit, never planned okay. remakes or rehashes. Like so, in Karate Kid, I think uh, Pekit Smith did. They redid the whole movie basically, yeah, 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 storyish. Yeah. But like, it's a new generation. Like they like this kid doing it, and like I get why they made it, but they just remade the movies, you know. Okay. But the first two were made in, with each other in mind, you know, yeah, like basically. Okay. Yeah, and those are the ones to watch. And I would say it's our. Go ahead. I'm shut up. No, no, you're good. You're no, you're right. You're no, right. No, no, go ahead. No, you're good. You're you're 100 correct. But you don't need to watch them. But definitely watch them. And I was going to point out to you guys by the by the making of the third or fourth movie, you know, the third movie, Ralph Macchio was in his like 40s, like or you know he's in his 30s or whatever. Like in the first one, he was he was not young when the first one, um, even though he plays the youngest character. You know, he's he's born in 61, so he's like 10 years younger than my dad. Ralph Macchio is like six years, years older than me. Well, he's yeah, a old. high schooler. I mean, it's a high school movie. Karate Kid's a high school movie. And he was in high school in this, in this show. Right, right. But, dude, he's not seen Lord of the Rings yet. Like, he needs to see that before Karate Kid. Come on. Jason hasn't uh, seen Lord of the Rings. I saw one and two. I just did. Three was for purchase. And I was like, start, I'm not going to purchase it. Start. It's, it's, so it's available. I think it's on, like, Amazon or one of those, right? Start with the first one. It's on HBO Max, one. actually. Yeah. So you watch, and watch the extended. It's on Netflix. Fuck. Um, I don't have Netflix. Can I? Can I ask you something? Can I borrow your HBO Max password because I'm jonesing for HBO and I don't have it anymore? Yeah, I can have up to six people on it. Can I be one of your six? Yeah. You can. Yeah. The Great Potter oh, yes. Throwdown. Have you guys watched the Great Potter oh, Throwdown, Jason? No. It's great. It's really good. It's pottery. It's really, it's emotional. I want to watch that. I want to watch it. It's great. It's, really, like, right? 
it's it's like the glass blowing one because right off the bat everything we make <laughs> is quality brilliant stuff like there's artwork being made every time yeah. like a lot of those shows they have too many contestants they start off with like and this person just made garbage you know it's like oh i was trying to make a cake but i made a fucking exploding lava mountain i don't, I don't know fucked it up you know and you're like okay well cool but this these guys are like i made a fucking full chess set like week two or whatever it's like well oh, like do it man great, great no, i want to check it out and like i it got turned off on me so i was borrowing another friend's thing sorry hbo um but i was in the middle of his the new dark materials fucking season yeah, yeah. and i was like three or three episodes in or four and i was like so fucking jazzed up and i had to wait every week because it was one of those things it was like live you know rolling out every week so i was like in the middle of it and then chad you fucking turned it off. Why'd you turn off HBO, bro? That was oh. so enjoying that shit. Because, um, yeah, I'm a Prime subscriber, but I always, I'm on my friend Chad's Prime account because he has so many movies that he's purchased on that shit. So I never switched over, even though I could. Like, you know, I just like, I stay on his account because I love his account. Like, his, his taste are oh, fucking phenomenal. I got you. I, got you, I love bro. you, Chad Farley. I love you. But also, Jason's going to hook you up with his HBO. But you, now I love you, Jason. I love you too. Now oh, I love that. Now oh, <laughs> my love is conditional. I love you guys. I love you too. <laughs> Can we go take a break? Yeah. Stop yeah the come, stream. come back. Yeah. Stop the stream. Stop the recording. Love yeah. you guys. Hey, we uh, thank you for listening to our whatever we just did. Whatever just happened. Come back and see us real soon. I love you so much. We're gonna be off. No, I hate it when we're not in effect. Shit's beat off effect. Bye. Okay. okay. Hi. <laughs> Please leave. <laughs> <laughs>